friend, I'm Ashley DeLuca, and I believe email marketing and sales on autopilot go hand in hand just like a messy bun and a cup of coffee. With a stack full of library books and a laptop bought from babysitting money, <laughs> I started this entrepreneurial journey back in 2009. I help coaches and educators just like you create a stream of pre-sold leads through consistent email marketing. Each week, I'm going to share with you practical strategies to help you connect and convert your ideal clients into paying clients so you can focus on what you do best. Holy guac, I'm so excited. So let's dive into today's episode. Oh my gosh, guys, welcome back. I am actually so incredibly excited to have my friend Savannah here with us today because today we're going to be talking about getting started as an entrepreneur. And as we know, at, I mean, as you can tell, we always have things going on, especially as you're a mom and as you're trying to figure out how in the world do you juggle being a mom, being an entrepreneur, while also, too, thinking about, holy block, you're in a nine-to-five. Like, what in the world is a girl supposed to do? So I'm seriously so incredibly excited to have her here um, because we're going to be diving into this topic. And this is something, I, I mean, we haven't, you guys have sort of heard my story, but this hasn't been so in-depth, so I'm really incredibly excited to chat um, with Savannah today about all things about becoming an entrepreneur, starting out, and doing the things. So Savannah, hello. I'm so incredibly excited you are here. Hi. Thanks so much. And I'm kind of excited to hear your story as well, so I think that'll be fun to kind of compare, compare our paths, but thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Yeah. Okay, girl. So tell us more about who you are, what you do, and all the good stuff. All right. So I am Savannah. I like to deem myself as a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Right now, I run a natural motherhood blog called Trendy Hippie, but I have recently, super recently, so when we're recording this last week, launched a platform called Chase Your that connects students with their ideal online educator. And we can touch on that a bit more as we move forward, but those are what I'm doing right now. I'm also a mom to a one and a half year old little girl who has changed my world in all of the best ways. I worked in corporate America for the last 10 years up until last fall when I made the jump to to leave and go out on my own. I got to be happier. Ah, yep, Nicholas, who just hopped on over here, he is also one and a half, so. Oh, fun, fun. yeah. Yeah, so it's <laughs> September 6th, so we're probably, like, right next to each other, which is super exciting. Yeah, she's September 26th, so oh, right around the corner. September babies, oh, I love it, I love it, I love it. So, yeah, honestly, I, I, man, we relate so incredibly much to each other. So let's talk about leaving your nine to five. Obviously, like you have been in corporate America for like 10 years. That's like a long time by all means. It is. So what, it is. So tell me more about that. Like what made you jump from, I mean, cause it's a, it's a risky move, right? Like when you're in corporate America, you kind of have that more. So I want to say stability, you know, like what your paycheck's going to be for the most part. You know that Absolutely. you get up at a certain time, you get off at a certain time. Tell us more about that transition for you. It was. So I'll say it was a long time coming. I had wanted to run my own business really for as long as I can remember. But yeah. as life happened, you know, my priorities shifted and that job really was stable and predictable 
And without diverting too much, my husband had, we found out he had a brain tumor and it like that for one rocked our world. He had to have surgery. So then my job was really the stable one. Um, So I was going back to a job after that experience that I really didn't feel super connected with, super fulfilled by that experience of him, you know, being sick really opened my eyes to how short life is and that we should really be doing something that like lights us up every day. But at that point in time, it really wasn't an option for me. So I, you know, grinded it out a few more years um, until I kind of had a solid plan in place, but I didn't, I never felt ready, you know, so that's one of one of the first things is to start before you're ready. But for the to rewind a little bit, I think we need to address a lot of the beliefs that hold people back from pursuing their dreams because mm-hmm. I do think it all starts with a mindset in these ideas. So in talking to a lot of women I've worked with a lot of different entrepreneurs, the thing that comes up a lot is that the idea of fulfilling your dreams is selfish. So that comes up too. a lot of people. I worked in the corporate office of a major U.S. retailer and a lot of people would be like, oh, you're so lucky. That's such a great job. It's such a great company. So from the outside, me wanting to leave them not really understanding why could come off as selfish. Like, why would I leave a stable income for my family, all of the benefits, all of these different perks. But truly, if you aren't happy in your day-to-day life, then you're not giving the best version of yourself to those around you. So I think you need to debunk that feeling of going after your passion being selfish, number one. Definitely. Yeah. I completely agree with that. And I know for me, that was something that I really struggled with as well, too. There was just so much denial in terms of with not just like being able to make it happen, but the reasonings as to why. Like, I felt like I was always questioned, especially first when I like started to dive in. They were like, well, I don't understand why you're doing that. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And, <laughs> um, a lot of times you just have to go with your gut feeling and know that like you just have to do what you're being called to do. Absolutely. I I do think a lot of times the questioning you receive from other people is a reflection of their insecurities. Because really, if you're trusting your inner voice, you're trusting what you know is your path, then they shouldn't really care (laughs) when it comes down to it. It's not not their life, but... Yeah, totally. I read a quote from um, Sarah Blakely. I think that's what her name is. And she's the owner of Sphinx. And I was blown away because she basically said the same thing. I'm going to butcher this quote. But she basically (laughs) stated that at the end of the day, like when your ideas are just starting out, you shouldn't share it with anybody else because the people who are going to come back around that you're going to share it with like family and friends, they're Mm going to come up with their own reasonings as to, oh no, you shouldn't do that because, and like those becauses don't make a difference to what your dream and things are. Those are things that would set them back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That that's great. I I had listened to an interview with Sarah Blakely too. 
and her whole story is so inspiring that it it's amazing what she did by literal hustle and and grind but hands down yeah definitely so as you're kind of going through the process I know for me when I left my nine to five I left um, for several reasons, but one of the biggest reasons for me was I wanted to be at home with my kids. Um, that was like the biggest thing because I lived about an hour and a half away from where I worked at. I was miserable. I hated the grind. I hated doing all the things. Um, and I was like, okay, well, we're having this baby. I want to be at home with this baby. And like, I think they offered maybe six weeks of maternity leave, maybe. And I was like, oh, wow. that's not long enough. Like, I'm just not interested in it. So for me, I know I left for that reasoning. And something that really helped me out as I was starting to make that transition of like going in and like figuring out all the things is I did tons and tons of peer-to-peer learning. I learned so much from other fellow entrepreneurs um, and just really paid attention to other people um, and really just took a look at like, okay, so this is how they structure their day while being a mom. This is how they do the things. And basically went through the process of like figuring out my own path um, from learning from them. Yeah, that's great. That's similar to you. Um, once I had my daughter, I remember being on maternity leave and like I said, my company, it was a good company. So I, I had about four months off, which is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. We had three weeks and then I used vacation on top of it, but still, I remember, you know, a week after having her just sitting there crying, like I can't, and imagine going back to work and people are like, you have so much time. Don't worry about it. But it, it just wasn't something I wanted to do. They're only little for so long and yeah. I wanted to be as involved as I could. So I did end up going back to work for maybe six months um, before actually leaving. But similar to you, I invested in a program that changed my mindset about entrepreneurship and starting a business and, you know, what my unique talents were Uh and through the connections I made in that group, it's, it's just flourished from that. So one of the things I highly recommend to everyone is to find a mentor and make an investment in yourself. And if you don't have the mean, financial means to make an investment, you can still invest time in yourself. So you can do things like this, listen to a podcast, um, read. I mean, everybody has books out there, free Facebook groups. Yeah. Just immerse yourself into this world and find someone who has done what you want to do because they make your learning curve so much faster. Like it's unreal. I'm a self-proclaimed like digital course junkie. And (laughs) sometimes you can get in a rabbit hole of just doing courses. I feel like until you feel you're ready and checking off all the boxes. But for me, I utilize them like, oh, if I want to learn about X, Y, Z, and I don't want to spend time on Google or anything, I'm going to find someone who's done it, who's done it well, and try to spend a few hours immersed in a course or a, a mini program. And and learn their methods. So it's been, it's been game changer. Yeah, seriously. If I could go back. So I started my business about four years ago now, like in terms of with when I started, um, my first web design company, it was juggling the web design company and my nine to five. 
Um, mm-hmm. And so for me, if I had to go back, I would definitely utilize very specific courses to fill in my knowledge gaps, as you mentioned. I think one of the biggest mistakes that I made is I was basically just always into consume mode and I went like shiny object crazy where I was like, Ooh, I want to learn about this. Ooh, I want to learn about that. (laughs) And then I was like stuck with like all these courses, all these things. And I was so overwhelmed. I was like, what in the world am I even doing? So if I had to go back, I would definitely focus on a very simplified business model, which I know I've kind of talked about, um, in a previous podcast episode, but, um, definitely also focusing as well too on picking the one thing that you want to focus on and then going all in on that. So being able to utilize courses or a mini program, especially if you can't drop 5k on a business coach, um, makes a lot of sense. I mean, that's what I did. Um, and I mean, yeah, Google is your best friend too. (laughs) That's how I did so much of my learning, especially when it came to email marketing, because there wasn't really anybody in the industry for me to learn from. Um, that was more so higher level than just making a list and building a welcome sequence. I wanted to learn more. So I literally learned the majority of my stuff from Google. (laughs) Yeah. And that's amazing. I mean, the resources we have now are so abundant. Even I was just taking a digital course to learn more about utilizing Pinterest to, you know, drive traffic to a site, but I felt like it was missing some pieces. So I just hopped on YouTube and, you know, found the answer in a few minutes. So it, if you know what you're looking for, sometimes the answer is really easy to find, but there's so much content out there that in this day and age possibilities are, are endless in the digital space. Exactly. No, I cannot say amen to that enough times, but (laughs) So as we kind of wrap around here, I know earlier um, you had mentioned about getting started before you're ready. So in terms of with that piece, can you elaborate a little bit more on like getting started before you're ready? What steps maybe did you take um, and all that good stuff? Absolutely. So it's kind of, I like to relate it to, you know, having a baby or having a child. People say, that if you waited until you're ready to have kids, you'd never have kids. So I kind of feel the same way about starting a business or an entrepreneurial journey that there's so much you need to know that you don't really start to experience until you begin. So first you have to move through fear, in my opinion. So before leaving my nine to five, I wrote down everything that could possibly happen. And this is just a brain dump of any fears you're holding on to. So it can be as big as I won't be able to pay my mortgage. We'll have to sell our house or as little as, you know, I'm worried about what people will think of me. So write down everything. Just once you get the fear out onto paper, I think it loses some of its power. And then from each bullet point, Right around you if that did in fact happen. So then you're leaving with a little more sense of control and power over those kind of imagined fears. And what I also like to remind myself and other people is that if if you do in fact quote unquote fail, which I don't like the term fail because I think you can always pivot and move yourself in a different direction, but if you find that the journey isn't for you, you 
can, you know, look for another full-time job. You can go back to working for someone else. There's no shame in that. I mean, the biggest regret of um, people on their deathbeds is that they didn't ever try. So that's something I like to remind myself of that, you know, at least you're in the minority that you tried. You decided that maybe it wasn't for you, but you aren't living with that question of what if. So moving through fear, I think is, is one way to begin. And then, um, also I think that a lot of people are scared of the judgment or the opinions of other people, but really what it comes down to is the people who are judging you are typically the people doing less. You aren't getting judged by the people over there going after their dreams of entrepreneurship and actually, you know, scaling their businesses. They're never going to look down on someone just starting and be like, oh man, you made a mistake. No, it's probably the people who wish they had the (laughs) confidence to start. They're like, oh my gosh, you know, you misspelled this in your email to me. Like, great, let's, let's move on. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge thing that I've come across. And at first I took it so hard. I was like, oh my gosh, my life is over. I misspelled something and now everybody thinks I'm dumb and like terrible and like all these things. But in reality, like doing messy action is so much better than trying to perfect everything because it will drive you nuts. Absolutely nuts. Especially if you're trying to get it right all in the first time. I know for me, like when I started my business three years ago, it's completely different as of today, completely different in terms of how I spend my time, what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. Everything is completely different. And so as an entrepreneur, you have to embrace the fact of making mistakes, but also being able to pivot constantly is so crucial. I know um, I talk to my husband a lot about my business and he's just like, wait a second. I thought you were doing X, Y, Z or wait a second. You said this last week. I was like, I know we changed our minds. We're moving on. <laughs> Cause like, you know, it, it's great. part of the process. It's part of what you do. And, um, I think that's where the success really lies in is being able to embrace that. I love the, the messy action comment. And it also makes you relate because at the end of the day, we're all just people trying to do our best. And when you see someone um, taking action, even though it's imperfect, it's still inspiring and motivating. So I, I love that. Perfect. Awesome. Oh my gosh. I'm seriously so excited. So as we kind of go through the process of closing this amazing episode, I love that we really focused on fear today because fear does really hold so many people back, regardless of what level they're at in their business. Um, I know there's times that I get fearful. I'm like, oh my gosh, should I do the things? And I'm like, you know what? We just need to do it. And just, you know, again, take that messy action. Um, so as we kind of come to a close here, um, is there anything else that you would like to additionally like to add that maybe we didn't talk about earlier? Um, I'm opening the floor to you, my friend, to whatever you would like to say. Oh, cool. Well, <laughs> cool. so one of the biggest things that helped me, so Okay. I gave advice of start before you're ready. That can also seem daunting and overwhelming. So if you have these, you know, big lofty dreams, so just choose one thing. And I think you kind of um, said that too. take your focus on one thing, but even if the topic is, you know, email marketing, break that down. So take the pressure off yourself to figure out 
email marketing like that, that's a big, that's a big ask. So maybe your first step is I want to write one email. So when you take the pressure off of yourself to have to do all of these things, and then you actually fulfill that one goal, I find that it's energizing and motivating to then go further. So instead of on your first day, you know, having this whole list of eight or 10 things to do, start with like one or two simple things, get the momentum from that. And that will take you, um, into further action. Exactly. Definitely. I mean, yeah, if I was just starting out the, honestly, what I would focus on is, you know, like definitely like, like clarifying your ideal client and your offer. That is so incredibly important. And then focusing on building your list. Um, because then you're going to start to have like a whole list of people that you can reach out to and talk to. Um, and then everything else you can just bring on as you need to. Um, because again, the shiny object syndrome is so real. It is, it is such a huge thing that will definitely take you off your path and overwhelm you. And I love how you mentioned like breaking it down. Um, because there's oftentimes, even with your to-do list, um, Mm -hmm. I know for me, I used to, this is like a huge mistake that I made. I used to just write my clients' names down, like on a piece of paper and then be like, okay, cool. Sally's done. Susie's done. Sam's done. Like, and that's how I would do it. And I was always so overwhelmed because I could never get through my to-do list. And then I realized that I needed to break it down in terms of with, okay, so for Susie, we're going to outline her sequence today. Because in my mind, I was like, okay, Susie has this whole sequence project. That means I need to outline it. I need to write it. I need to implement like all the things. Yeah. And that's how you get overwhelmed. Um, so Absolutely. Hands down, break it down because it makes so much more sense. I agree. I agree. And it's mental too. When you're not able to cross anything off the to-do list, I think you kind of leave how, whatever your work hours are, yeah. um, leave a little more defeated and, um, no one, no one wants to feel that way. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. So can you tell us more about, um, more about your special offer, what you're doing right now? I think it is absolutely amazing. This is something I wish I had when I started out. So please spill all the beans. Cause I'm so incredibly excited for you to share this. Thanks. I wish I had it too. And that's actually how I came up with the idea. So with the digital space just growing at the rate it is, there's so many people offering digital courses or coaching programs, masterminds, webinars, you know, all these buzzwords are being thrown out there. And there's not a centralized location to go and kind of look at all the different programs, look at the different teachers, see if there's someone who resonates more with you or who specializes in the niche that you want to learn about. So I created Chase Your, and it's brand spanking new. We went live on June 4th. So um, I encourage your listeners, whether you are, I have two kind of paths, whether you're a student. So the students would be trying to learn more about certain subjects. The site is free to use to browse all of the different creators and their offerings. Or if you are on the entrepreneurial side and have a digital offering or a coaching program that you would like to get in front of more eyes to attract your ideal client, I invite you to go to this site. Um, If you go in the upper right-hand corner, it says creators start here. There is an option under the creator profile to create a free profile. So you can 
start to get your face into the world. You can be discoverable, um, begin to build credibility through that free profile. And if you choose to expand your offerings on Chase Your, I will offer your listeners a discount of 50% off your first month with the code CONVERT50. So we'd love to have you there. Um, it's a great community, different packages, depending on your needs. And I'm excited to see kind of where it goes. This is seriously so incredibly exciting. I absolutely love this. And I'm so, like, <laughs> guys, you need to get on there, especially if you're looking for something um, or if you're looking to go through the process of being able to see all the things. Hands down. Oh, this is so exciting. Thanks. I'm, I'm so excited. I just want to help people get their voices into the world. Um, so many, especially women I worked with, kind of felt stuck. And especially once they started having kids, they didn't want to go in to work the hours we did. And they wanted another option. But so many people don't know all of the potential that could happen in this online space. So I'm excited to help more people carve out freedom to actually enjoy their lives. Yes. Oh my gosh, girl. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and sharing all the goodness. I so, so appreciate you. And guys, definitely again, hop on over to chaser.com. I promise you, I will definitely be looking into this going through. There's a couple things that I have on my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the perfect place. Cause this takes out <laughs> trying to search all the Facebook groups, trying to search on Instagram for whatever you're looking for. Oh my gosh, guys, just hop on over there. So thank you. Thank I you. know. And I don't, oh, sorry to interrupt. I don't know if you've ever tried to Google like an online course or teacher, but the results <laughs> that come up are great. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For Thank me. you, Ashley. Yeah, totally. Oh my gosh. Okay, guys. Well, until next time, um, I will talk to you guys soon. Holy guac. Um, I know the next episode is going to be super juicy as well, too. We're going to be diving into landing pages. So as you guys get your foundation set up and do all the things, next we're going to be talking about setting up landing pages for those offers that you create. So until next time, I will talk to you guys later. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Listen, if you love today's content, drop me a line and leave me a review. Oh, and shout out to ConvertKit for making this episode possible. You can hop on over to ashleykdeluca.com forward slash support to grab your free exclusive trial as a Connect and Convert listener. Now, until next time, I will chat with you over in my free Facebook group, Email Marketing Simplified. Now, enjoy your cup of coffee and we'll chat soon.